This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Glory to God. We're coming out of Luke 23, verse 34. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 23, verse 34. If someone could lower the lights for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Elder Leroy. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. This is where Jesus is hanging on the cross. And he has something to say. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know if I could have said what he said. No, I do know I wouldn't have been able to say what he said. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let's read. Amen. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment or his clothes, clothes and cast lots for who was to get it. Or it's like rolling dice to see who was to get his clothes. During his pain and suffering... Jesus' mindset was to forgive those who had led him to be crucified. Although he came to die, he knew this from the beginning, amen. His purpose was to die, amen, glory to God. His nature is also to forgive. Even though these are the very people he came to die for, and they rejected him and they had him crucified, his attitude was still, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Jesus understood something, amen, that we as modern day Christians struggle with, amen, glory to God, that human beings, amen, apart from God are evil. So you're either in one camp or the other. You believe that man is inherently good, or man is inherently evil. What's the issue with that? If you believe that man is inherently good, amen, you're going to be a very frustrated person. Because you're going to be wondering, they should know better. Why are they doing this? They know they shouldn't be doing that. Do they? Do they really know that? I can't believe that person cut me up. What? Do, do, do they know that? Oh, that cashier was so mean. Oh, the president, he should know that. Does he know? Let's take it to another level. That pastor should know that. Maybe he doesn't know. Hallelujah. You know, I was asked a lot, amen, early in the ministry, how come no one ever preached to me about grace before? And I said to this person, they didn't know. The person couldn't believe it. They thought that these other leaders were hiding it from them and refused to share it. 
But how could you find a treasure that's so wonderful, that's a part of what you do as a spiritual leader and not share it? They don't know. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints, God's going to take us on a journey today. Amen. Glory to God. Will we really get the nuts and bolts of forgiveness? Amen. Glory to God. But let me say this ahead of, ahead of time. It, he, he doesn't expect it out of your own strength. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He understands that we are but flesh. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But he's going to show us a full picture today. Amen. Glory to God. How do we get to the place? Amen. Hallelujah. Will we forgive them? Hallelujah. Because they know not what they do. Amen. So our message today is forgive them for they know not what they do. Oh, let's ruffle somebody's feathers. Forgive them for they know not what they do. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you for March 1st, hallelujah, 2020. Hallelujah that we have life, health, and strength, hallelujah. We thank you for every soul gathered here. We thank you for those that weren't able to make it today, Lord God. We declare your blessings, your grace upon them, Lord God, wherever they may be in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Now, Father God, we need a word from you. And you've given me a task, Lord God, that I can't complete in my own strength, Lord God. You are the preacher. You are the teacher today. Preach and teach like never before. Hallelujah. Fill us to overflowing from our inner man to our outer man in the name of Jesus. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor as you teach us, Lord God, how to have the attitude that Jesus had, Lord God, to forgive them for they know not what they do. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say Amen. Amen. I, I understand that some of us have been through some horrific things that people have done to us. Whether we were little children and we were, went through some type of abuse or we were neglected, amen, or our parents, hallelujah, didn't give us all that we thought we should have gotten from them, hallelujah. We have experienced things in relationships and betrayal or boyfriends cheating on us, girlfriends cheating on us, amen, or dare I say husbands or wives cheating on us. We have been through some stuff, hallelujah. Some of us have been sexually molested, amen, glory to God. Some of us have been introduced to sex, amen, when we weren't ready for it, hallelujah. We have been through some things, amen, in this life. Some of us have experienced racism on a high level, hallelujah, glory to God. God understands what you've been through, hallelujah. He doesn't, hallelujah, invalidate your feelings or your experience, amen, glory to God, but there is a place in God, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, will you receive his love, amen, and his joy and his peace, hallelujah, that is so much greater than the negativity you've experienced in this life, hallelujah, imagine, amen, a blessing from God that outweighs the worst thing that's ever happened to you, hallelujah, glory to God. We always elevate the negative over the possibilities of what God can do in our lives. Amen. Yes, it was horrific. It was traumatic. It hurt your soul. 
You cried. You screamed. You're on the verge of a nervous breakdown. But God is good and wants to heal what we went through. But there's something that has to change in us. We deal with expectations and disappointments. I can only be disappointed to the degree that I had an expectation. We've got to change our expectations, particularly on people. Amen? Glory to God. Saints, the Bible is in the camp of man is inherently or essentially evil. Even little babies, we have to teach them how to do good. They already know how to do bad. I remember when we were in the basement, amen, and we were on Sunrise Highway, and I would always, if we had the door open, I was always concerned about a little child running out from the basement onto Sunrise Highway. So I was going to stand by there. They, they know how to do that which is wrong. We have to teach them how to do what's right. God didn't intend for that. Man was supposed to be born, amen, just know to do the right thing. As hard as that is to believe. Hallelujah. Man is inherently evil. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's take a look at some scriptures. Amen. We're going on a journey. Amen. Romans 5 and 12. Amen. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, that one man being Adam, and death by sin. Amen. Adam introduced death into the world because of his sin. Amen. We know sin goes through, uh, uh, through Adam, not through Eve. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. Amen. Glory to God. We are inherently evil because of what Adam did. His choice, amen, to live apart from God, to make a choice to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, amen, was like saying, God, I don't need you, amen. Glory to God. I'm going to do it my own way. I'm going to grind it out. Be self-made man. And it got passed down to all of us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This statement's not meant to beat you up, but it's to give you some clarity to cause you to be sober. Amen. Glory to God. Please stop calling yourself good. I'm a good person. Because the minute you do that, amen, whether you know it or not, you're saying, I don't need God. I'm a good person. And the minute you do that, amen, you will go on to start to justify things you do that are not godly because you're a good person. What's an example? I only sold drugs, you know, to support my family. Know what I mean? So you're putting a righteous connotation to something negative you were doing. No, you know what I'm saying? I, I slept with her, you know what I'm saying? I gave her my seed, you know what I'm saying? How did he, but I love her. But are you committed to her for the rest of your life? Or are you going to make her your wife in front of everybody? We are not good. God is good. And as we are connected to him 
and allow him to have his way through us, then, hallelujah, we can walk in goodness. Amen. Hallelujah. Here's another one. No one is righteous on his or her own merit. Talking about expectations and disappointment. We, we put expectations on people that are unrealistic, that are unbiblical, that no one is righteous. Pastor Brown in and of himself is not righteous. No matter what kind of hat I put on my head, what kind of speech I make, no matter what food I stop eating, I am not righteous on my own. Hallelujah. What's the scripture say? Romans 3 and 10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. We're talking about expectations, amen. What kind of expectations are you putting on people? How, how are you getting into these dilemmas? Because you have looked at human beings. And have placed expectations on them that they cannot possibly, hallelujah, walk in. Every person I have looked up to in my life has failed me at some point. Besides my mother. Hallelujah. Woo! Saved. Why? Because they're human. Verse 11. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. Hallelujah. God, as we talked about weeks ago, he gave us repentance. Amen. Glory to God. To the acknowledging of the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. We didn't seek after him. He sought after us. Verse 12. They are all gone out of the way they are together become unprofitable there is none that doeth good no not one when you start walking through life with this understanding you're going to avoid some disappointment oh god he just dropped something on me some of you are waiting for an apology you'll never get You may never get it. There's nothing in his word that says that everyone that has offended you was going to apologize. This is controversial. This may get me in trouble. Hallelujah. We as people of color, amen, we may never get the apology, amen, from the larger white race that we're looking for. Because we keep seeking it. We're saying, you heard us, apologize to us. You may never get it. You might not. You may not get it from your spouse. You may not get it from your best friend. You might not get it. Why? Because man is inherently evil. Man is selfish. Man is self-serving. Amen. Glory to God. Man is a being that was made to live in concert with God to be connected to God, but has chosen not to. Even those of us that are saved, amen, glory to God, most often we choose to live independent of God. 
He lives in us, but we ignore him. Shh, 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 God, be quiet, be quiet, I got it. You know, God told me something years ago, and I may get in trouble again, amen, for this, amen. Somebody may roll up on me. He said, you'll never have another physical fight in your life. But Lord, I'm a man. I have muscles, I can fight, I got good hand speed. That you'll never have another physical fight in your life. Speak to the situation. Don't try to punch it out with your fists. Lord knows I've been tempted. Lord knows I want to. But the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. My God. <laughs> Is my mother misbehaving? <laughs> oh, my other mother, my mother-in-law. Amen. Amen. Put not your trust in mankind. We're social beings. God made us to have relationships. Amen. Glory to God. I used to have a philosophy. I'm going to trust you until you make me distrust you. Ooh, that was so wrong. People must earn your trust over time, over demonstrated acts, over a period of time. Hallelujah. But in general, we are not to put our hope in man. Man cannot live up to your hopes. He can't do it. She can't do it. Hallelujah. Put not your trust in man. We're talking about expectations and disappointments in the realm of being able to forgive even the most terrible atrocities. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalm 118.8 says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. I remember years ago, we used to affiliate with another church, and the complaint was, oh, they're not showing us no love. They're supposed to do this to us, and they're supposed to embrace us and, 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 and build us up. W were they? Was, was that their role? Or were we supposed to put our confidence in God? Psalm 143 and 3, New International Readers versions. Don't put your trust in human leaders. Uh-oh. Don't put your trust in human leaders. Including political figures. Don't put your trust in Pastor Brown in and of himself. Trust the Jesus in me. If I'm not displaying Jesus, hallelujah, don't trust me. Oh, I don't know why this popped into my head. Amen. There, there is a thing where we are attracted to bad boys and bad girls. 
This is specifically for the singles. Amen. You're married already. Amen. Hallelujah. Keep on praying. Hallelujah. <laughs> Keep on praying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are more influenced by the world than we know. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Put not your confidence in man. Hallelujah. Or human leaders. Don't trust in people who can't save you. Your abusers were probably abused themselves. The people that betrayed you were probably betrayed themselves. And we got caught up in a vicious cycle of abuse and betrayal and mistreatment and became angry and put up strongholds with your thoughts that will not move because of what we've been done, what's been done to us, amen, hallelujah, and we've refused to forgive. No, I'm not saying, amen, you should look for someone to abuse you, amen, and just forgive them, amen, glory to God, but things have happened to us, amen, glory to God. You should not want to be in a situation where someone mistreats you. Avoid it at all costs, if you can. Hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, especially if someone's physically abusive to you, amen, uh, to the temple of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. God's not ordained for the temple of the Holy Spirit to be torn down, so avoid those situations, if you're in an abuse, a physically abusive situation, run. Remove yourself from it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But don't put your trust in human leaders. Don't trust in people who can't save you. That's Psalms 146.3, the New International Reader's Version. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints, we can't even trust ourselves or our own hearts. Why well, I keep getting with this same kind of person? Because you keep trusting your heart. What's the word say? Proverbs 3 and 5. We all know this amplified version. Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your hearts. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. It is human. It is weak. It is not omniscient. It's not omnipotent. Does it know all things? Only God does. Proverbs 28, 26. He that trusted his own heart is a fool. I didn't say it. The word said it. But whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. Sometimes we get so disappointed in ourselves, but we're human too. Man, I should have done better. I should have known better. I should have worked this out if I could only go back and change this. You are human. You are flesh. You are weak. Apart from God. I used to always wonder, why do people always go to Hollywood and become crazy? <laughs> they got all this money, all this fame, because they're human. That's why. Say it's man's heart is wicked. It's wicked. 
We want to trust in something that's wicked. What's Jeremiah say to us? Jeremiah 17, 9, Amplified Classic Version says, The heart is deceitful above all things. Amen. You lie to yourself. (laughs) And is exceedingly perverse and corrupt. Severely. Mortally sick. Who can know it? Perceive, understand, be acquainted with his own heart and mind. We can't even know all the devices going on in our heart and mind. Hallelujah. That's why psychiatry is so big and uh, psych- uh, uh, psychology. Hallelujah. Glory to God. These people are making so much per hour. Amen. We don't know our own selves. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. What did Jesus say about the heart? He says, for this is Mark 7, 21 through 23, Amplified Version. For from within, that is, are out of the heart of men come base and malevolent, malevolent thoughts. Malevolent thoughts. Thank you. Hallelujah. And schemes. Acts of sexual immorality, thefts, murders, adulteries, acts of greed and covetousness, wickedness, deceit, unrestrained conduct, envy and jealousy, slander and profanity, arrogance and self-righteousness, foolishness, poor judgment. All these evil things, schemes and desires come from within and defile and dishonor the man. It comes from within. It's not about what you wear and what you eat. It's in your heart. Easy to stop eating pork compared (laughs) to realizing what's in your heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're talking about expectations and disappointments concerning how could Jesus say forgive them for they know not what they do. They're not aware from a larger big picture standpoint of what they are doing. They're not aware from a spiritual standpoint of what they were doing. That you are crucifying God. What does this bring us to? Amen. Saints, we suffer undue anger, bitterness, and disappointment because our expectations for fallen man are too high. If we don't understand man's state of fallenness, that's not a real word, I made that up for our purposes, our quality of life will suffer. Forgiveness is the approach towards fallen man that represents Christ and improves our quality of life. In other words, amen, if I'm going to live on this planet, amen, and I'm going to deal with human beings, amen, I need to flow in forgiveness. Because people are going to offend you. People are going to betray you. People are going to lie on you. People are going to use you. People are going to try to touch your body. People are going to be in competition with you. People are going to manipulate you to get money out of you. It's called commercials. <laughs> we do all these things because we don't believe that God will supply all our needs mm-hmm. according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, you're new on the job. 
you're trying to take my hours. I am not going to befriend you. Matter of fact, I'm going to soil your reputation so you lose your hours and I get the hours. There's something on you that I don't understand. We as Christians know it's the anointing, amen, but the co-worker doesn't know. They can see it. They can sense it, amen, but I need to do something because this person is praised too much. They're looked highly upon too much. I need to do something, amen, to tear them down so that I look good. That's the mentality of fallen man, and that's the mentality of Christians that are ignorant of all that God has for them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God doesn't want us to go around being frustrated and bitter and having unforgiveness in our hearts. Amen. Every day. It's not a good quality of life. No, he does not want people to step on you like like a doormat and use you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He doesn't want that either. Amen. Glory to God. But when we encounter the difficulties of life, hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. We got to lean on him. Amen. And draw from him. Amen. Glory to God. That we can operate in a day to day attitude towards the world, towards our fellow human beings of forgiveness. Well, your quality of life. It's not going to be too high. Sicknesses rising up inside of us because we're holding on to rage. They should have known better. How could they do that to me? It's not fair. You know, it's very easy to point out the, the sins of others. It's not difficult. They did those people over there. They did that to me. Those people don't treat my people well. If I can just show them the error of their ways, then they'll accept me and love me. You know, ah, I'm getting in trouble again, but protests. Protests are done by individuals to try to shame those they think that wronged them into doing right. Because the protesters believe that man's inherently good, and if I can only appeal to the goodness in man, then man will change their mind and become good again and treat me right. I've talked to several people throughout the years, and they couldn't understand why they were being treated this way. And I said, you know what, because man's inherently evil. No, 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 that's not it. That's not it. Okay. They come to me again. I said, man is inherently evil. This is why this is happening. They wouldn't receive it. Despite their complaints and their anger and their frustration, they still believed that man was from his core good and are caught in a cycle that they can't get out because of that belief in man's inherent goodness saints if man was good why did we need Jesus to come and die for us so 
How do we go about forgiving those that have wronged us and live the Christ superior life on this side of heaven? How do we go about that? How do, how do we do that? Because there's no strength in us to do it. How do, how do we go about it? You know, the preacher's been demanding from me for years to, to walk in forgiveness, but the preacher never explained to me how to do it. Preacher just, even as from the pulpit, we can expect things from the people that they're unable to do. When we demand righteousness out of the saints, hallelujah, we are demanding, amen, glory to God, from those that are righteously broke to provide righteousness. Instead of pointing them to the supply, which is in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Saints, I know a lot of what I'm preaching today, amen, goes against some of our very personalities. You know how to kill and be killed. You know how to tell people off. You know how to get your respect. But is it divine? Is it godly? Does it represent Christ? Or does that matter to you? Let's read. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Colossians 1 and 9. New Living Translation. This is Paul talking to the church at uh, Colossae. So we have not stopped praying for you. This is his part of his introduction as he's talking to them. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will. That's part of what's going on today. God's giving you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. He's praying for these people to have knowledge of God's will. Hallelujah. And spiritual wisdom and understanding. That's what's going on today. That's what he's using me to do. Amen. Glory to God. Verse 10. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord when we have spiritual knowledge and understanding. Amen. And your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. Saints, I've been from coast to coast and have encountered saints. Amen. Glory to God. And not a lot of people bear fruit. I'm be honest with you. Not a lot of people I've encountered in my 50 years on the earth. Amen. And my 30 plus years of being saved. Amen. Bear fruit. Hallelujah. They're not connected to the tree to bear fruit. And all the while you grow as you learn to know God better and better. As we get to know him better and better, we'll start to grow. As we start to lean on him, as we become the branches connected to the vine, then we can start to bear fruit. Amen. Glory to God. But if I say my heart's good and you, you know my heart. Amen. Glory to God. I'm a good person. Amen. Glory to God. Then I'm not connected to the vine. If I always want to be judged by my intent instead of my actions, I'm not connected to the vine. No, no, I didn't intend for that, though, no, but your actions hurt me. So I don't care about your intents. What did your actions do? Got to be connected to the vine. You know, a lot of times as a pastor, amen, even as a husband and a father, amen, and a son, I have to apologize. Even if my intent was was for good and it comes out wrong, I have to apologize. I've hurt, I've injured those in my life and I have to apologize. Instead of saying, Lord, you know, you, that wasn't my intent. You know, I, I have to allow him to use me to help 
make the situation better. Hallelujah, because my intent did not come across in my actions. Amen. That's called being an adult. Hallelujah. Woo, it's quiet in this Baptist church today. Amen. Colossians 1 and 10, New Living Translation. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. Your lives will produce every kind of good fruit all the while. You will grow as you learn to know God better and better. Verse 11, we also pray that you will be strengthened with all glorious power. We have to be strengthened with the glorious power of the Lord Jesus Christ. We can't do it on our own. We can't. It's impossible to live the Christian life. Only Christ can live it through us by way of his Holy Spirit. We have to be strengthened. With all his, I need all his power. <laughs> I need every bit of his power to work through me. Hallelujah. So that you will have all the endurance. When we, do, when we talk about endurance, amen, we're talking about situations, things we encounter, amen. Glory to God. You cannot have divine endurance without God. It takes God for you to have endurance. It takes God. Stop beating yourself up where you, your, your, your endurance runs out. It takes God. We're human. Our hearts are wicked. Our natures are wicked. We need God to have endurance. So forgive yourself when you didn't have endurance. God never expected that from you. You expected it from yourself. It takes God. So strengthen with all glorious power so that you will have endurance. It takes God and patience. Patience deals with people. In order to deal with people, we need the Holy Ghost. If you fail to deal with people the proper way, it's because it was in your own strength. To deal with people, I need the Holy Ghost. I need to be strengthened with might in my inner man. So for difficult situations and challenges of life, I need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The Spirit of Christ. Hallelujah. To deal with people, amen, glory to God. And we all work with people, and people got our quirks, and hallelujah. People have their desires and their things in the job, amen, to work with people or to even be in the church, amen. We need the Holy Ghost. We got to lean on them. Lord, I need you to deal with this difficult person, Lord. Because in my own strength, they're going to drive me crazy. I'm going to fight and break what you told me not to do. I'm going to get a pot of grits and throw it on his face. You know, I remember being in high school. And this one person just didn't like me. I don't know what it was. They just didn't like me. Good things would happen to me, and this person just have a frown in their face. Now, years later, this person friended me on Facebook. I, I don't understand. <laughs> but that's just how people are. Person had their own challenges. But I've learned, you know what? Forgive them. This person's been through some stuff. I don't know. I got, I got to, if I'm going to have peace in my own mind, I had to walk in forgiveness. Hallelujah. 
So we are, let me read it one more time. Colossians 1.11, New Living Translation. We also pray, this is Paul praying, amen, for the church at, uh, I'm saying it wrong, but Colossae, hallelujah. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all glorious power. We need God's glorious power so that we have the endurance to deal with challenging situations and patience to deal with people. We need May you be filled with joy. Joy is by way of the Holy Spirit. Joy is being thankful for his grace. That's the real definition of joy. Hallelujah. How do I deal with difficult coworkers? People trying to get me fired. People that just don't like me. Do I become a victim? Do I have a victim's mentality? Or do I walk in a mentality of forgiveness? Hallelujah. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Amen. They don't know that I'm God's anointed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They need Jesus. Hallelujah. Them coming after me is just a sign that they need Jesus. So I need an attitude of forgiveness. Amen. Glory to God. That if they come a day amen when I get the opportunity to share with them Jesus they could get saved as well and experience all these things that I need hallelujah to live my best life hallelujah glory to God saints the key is to know the love of Christ he could say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do because he was operating in love. His, the very nature of Christ was love. Amen. Love suffereth long and is kind. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Vaunteth not itself. is not puffed up. Amen. Elder Leroy preached this last week. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The key is to know the love of Christ to, uh, to, to be to a point where I say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3.16, New Living Translation, amen, says, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, this is Paul talking to the church at Ephesus, from his unlimited glorious resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. We need inner strength by way of his spirit, amen, glory to God, especially the things we've been through in life, the things we've suffered through, the people that have, hallelujah, put us through, amen, glory to God. Verse 17, then Christ will make his home in your hearts, amen, these were new believers coming into a better understanding we already know he lives in our hearts as you trust in him your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong amen we need strong roots in God's love amen hallelujah John the apostle always told himself I'm the apostle who who Jesus loves hallelujah glory to God hallelujah sometimes we got to preach to ourselves amen I'm the apostle who Jesus loves I, I, I am loved amen the world may not like me but Jesus loves me he came and he died for me amen glory to God he's forgiven me of all the things I've done in my life hallelujah I am the disciple who Jesus loves he loves me I'm rooted in his love the haters are gonna hate but I'm at the place where I'm so rooted in his love I say father forgive them for they know not what they do they're not aware of the big picture of what they're doing Verse 18, and may you have the power to understand. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, we need power to understand what's going on around us, what forces are trying to 
play on us or how the devil was trying to get us as a child. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And influence. Amen. The wicked behavior that was done against us. Oh, my God. Uh, understanding the power that God pulls back the veil and I can see the big picture of, of my life. And all, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. So I have an understanding of my own life and how big the love of God is for you and I. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Saints, we walked around as Christians not always understanding how much we're loved. When I was in Texas, amen, I thought God stopped loving me. He was trying to kill me. I thought literally God was trying to kill me. He was trying to take me out because I didn't meet his expectation. I was operating in a mentality that was unchristian-like. I thought God was trying to kill me. So I might as well kill myself. What a lie from the pit of hell. Verse 19, may you experience the love of Christ. We got to experience this love of Christ. Though it is too great to understand fully. I really can't understand how he can say forgive them for they know not what they do when he's being crucified. That, that's beyond me. God is a complex being that is beyond our human understanding. If we could understand God fully, he wouldn't be God. He's, he's, God, he's beyond us. Though it's too great to fully understand. Then you will be made complete. When you understand the love of God and you, he empowers you in endurance with challenging situations in life. When he empowers you with patience with difficult people in life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Then, and, and I understand the fullness of Christ's love for me. Amen. Then, then I'm, I'm made complete. It, it, it's not, I found a human being who is flawed and they made me complete. I love this woman, but she's human. She loves me. I'm human. I, I can't. If I'm trying to find my completeness in her and she's flawed or she's trying to find her completeness in me and I'm flawed. Let me take it to the next level. If I'm trying to find my completeness in my mother or my father who my biological father was not in the picture, do I walk around for the rest of my life incomplete? Do I walk around for the rest of my life angry and frustrated? Do I continue the vicious cycle that he started and not walk in intimacy with another human being and have babies all around the place 
Because I'm anger, angry. I'm bitter. God never intended for human beings to make you complete. He makes you complete. He makes you mature. And once you are that, then you can share it with your spouse or your husband, your wife or your husband, hallelujah, glory to God. You can share a love with your parents, amen, glory to God. I can walk in forgiveness towards my biological father. I can forgive him for he knew not what he was doing. Hallelujah. Didn't make it right. Let me say this. People are accountable for their actions. They're going to they're suffer what they do. So it's not about people getting away with stuff. It's about our mental, our emotional, our spiritual, and our physical health. Walking in forgiveness. Hallelujah. See, we keep binding the devil, amen, glory to God, but it's our attitude, amen, that lets a lot of that sickness and disease in us. Let me say this. This woman did the best she could. My biologic father did the best he could. Michael Cooper did the best he could. My past pastors and leaders did the best they could. Even when they failed, they did the best they could. Not to justify what they did. Right is right and wrong is wrong. But my attitude, amen, as I've been strengthened by God, is just to forgive them for they know not what they did. Ephesians 3.19, let me finish. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. You know, Brother Pastor, if I could just get married, amen, life would just be so wonderful. We would never argue, we'll never disagree. We'll be faithful to one another. He'll buy me lots of things. She'll buy me lots of things. Like a fantasy island. <laughs> See, but when I tell you those things about God, we tend to, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't believe that. I'd rather believe in a human being than believe in God. I don't believe that he'll give me exceedingly abundantly above all I ask or think. I don't believe that. I'd rather believe in this human being who is flawed. Saints, my prayers are no more powerful than yours. I'm a human being just like you. Amen? Uh-oh, let's deal with us now. Make allowances for each other's faults. Make allowances for each other's faults. Amen? You know, we're going to turn... Uh, oh, let me deal with this, married folks. When you're going to turn the corner in your marriage, amen, will you make allowances for each other's faults. Amen. Hallelujah. Sister Brown knows I'm not perfect. Far from. Raven knows I'm not perfect. Hallelujah. Cheyenne and Asa do as well. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. 
We got to make allowances for each other's faults. Amen. Or be frustrated. <laughs> Colossians 3 and 12 says, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Hallelujah. This all comes from Jesus, y'all. This all comes from Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Verse 13. Make allowances for each other's faults. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints, our preachers are not perfect. They're going to make mistakes. Well, Pastor Brown, they don't preach like you. No, they preach like how God has them to preach. They don't act like you. No, they act like how God's having them to act. Amen. Glory to God. And if they make mistakes, amen. Glory to God. Let's make allowances for them. Amen. We're not co-signing sin. Amen. Glory to God. It just means that we're not walking in condemnation. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We live in a I got you. I get you society. I'm going to get you. Got you. Ooh. Ooh. I remember we were looking at a house. I told this story many times before. And it happened to be a house that was a Hindu house. Amen. Me and Durrett were looking. And they had a little shrine in the house. And Durrett's like, ooh. ooh. I said, would you be quiet, man? We up in the house. The dudes coming all out the walls and stuff like that. I'd be like, yo. At least wait till we get outside. <laughs> Make allowances for each other's faults. Forgive anyone who offends you. And I am, I can potentially be offended every day. Remember the Lord forgave you. Let's stop here for a second. Let's go back to this. If, if I keep justifying who I am and calling myself good, then forgiveness is not really a big deal because I got it together already. When you're not real about your fall, the, the, the fallenness of man and particularly about yourself, what is forgiveness? That was nice. Jesus did something nice, but I got it together. My stuff don't stink. And it was the intent that I did it. It wasn't, it, I know it was bad, but my intent was good. But when you come into an understanding that all have sinned, including yourself, and fallen short of the glory, you're going to remember the Lord forgave you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others as he's forgiven you. And let me speak for myself. I am a mess apart from Jesus. I can forgive others. This is where I'm coming into the understanding. This is what the word is presenting to me. Amen. By way of Paul. Amen. As you have been forgiven, forgive others. Amen. If we're going to live on this earth. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to have attitude of forgiveness. Or you're just going to be frustrated, depressed, lonely. 
Hallelujah. And I have been to the place where I was like later for the saints, later for people. I lost all hope in humanity, hallelujah, which hope should have never been in them in the first place. Amen. Glory to God. I've been uh, cynical and, all, and, and, and just stay away from people. I can't deal with them. Amen. I've been there. I've been through my depression. I've been through my, my pity party. Amen. Glory to God. But I, I understand I have to walk in forgiveness. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I have co-workers like you have co-workers. They have their idiosyncrasies. They have their needs per se. They, they, hallelujah, sometimes they want to be in control. They, they want to do things. Amen. They want to be the head chief. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I have to live in this world. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But if I'm going to make it, if I'm not going to go around doing passive aggressive things to my coworkers, which are very violent, I got to walk in forgiveness. Hallelujah. Those people whispering about you in the corner. Amen. Hallelujah. Forgive them for they know not what they do. That person staring at your husband, forgive her for she knows not what she does. And you can pull it to the side and say, listen, he's taken. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all are, y'all are something else over there. Hallelujah. Verse 14, above all, clothe yourselves with love. Love must be our clothing. Amen. Hallelujah. Which binds us all together in perfect harmony. If I'm going to live in this world and represent Christ. Amen. I have to say, Jesus, clothe me with your love. Amen. That I can get along with those I encounter every day. Because I can't do it on my own. I was thinking about this during our testimony service. I'm almost done. Amen. We used to look forward to the big fights after school, in middle school, high school, all that. Oh, it's going to be a fight, and they're going to be out there pulling up their pants legs. <laughs> and we used to look up to the tough guys in the school. But I come into understanding these are individuals who did not know how to deal with disappointment who did not know how to problem solve or resolve difficult situations in a peaceful manner. Mm -hmm. And we lift them up and laud them. But in this society, we reward temper tantrums. We reward people with praise who can seemingly solve their problems with their fists, but really don't. Because believe it or not, amen, this human body is fragile. And it was not created to fight. It's very fragile. Your bones in your hands can break very easily. Hallelujah. Above all, close yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. The tough dudes didn't know how to do this in high school. Amen. Verse 15. And let the peace that comes from Christ. Where does peace come from? Christ rule in your heart for as members of one body you are called to live in peace we are called to live in peace I can't live in peace if I'm walking in unforgiveness how could the prince of peace be up on the cross amen and not say forgive them for they know not what they do and always be thankful amen 
Hallelujah. Verse 16. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God, which we did this morning during our praise and worship service and with thankful hearts. Verse 17. And whatever you do or, or say, do it as a representative. Do it as a representative. Do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are representatives of of Christ whether we want to be or not and we either amen shine a good light on Christ amen glory to God hallelujah or we don't now his only expectation from us is to draw from his supply so why what he said to the disciples when they couldn't cast out that demon he said basically what he was saying is why do you draw so little from me why do, you, why, do you, why do you not draw from me? They were trying to cast out that demon in their own religious pride instead of drawing from Jesus. Hallelujah. As a pastor, amen, there are times I try to pastor the church in my own strength and my own religious pride. And when it doesn't work out, I'm mad at God and mad at y'all, amen. But I should really look at myself and say, why did I draw so little from him? Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are Jesus' representatives. And when we do that, we forgive them for they know not what they do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Friends, if you are impacted by this message about Jesus Christ and want to receive his love and forgiveness, say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, Come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died to pay the penalty for all my sins, past, present, and future. I believe you rose from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you said that prayer sincerely, you are saved and one day going to heaven. So God bless you. God loves you. And go on with the Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.